Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 11, 2019. So I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 48 of the series, 48 of the series, and the title of today's message is Being Gracious. So all week long, I, I didn't realize I was going to do this all week, but that's kind of how it worked out. The Holy Spirit just told me to keep flowing in this vein. So this past Sunday, I preached a message entitled From Slaves to Sons, and I was driving home the fact that we're no longer slaves to the law. We're no longer slaves to service. Uh, we're no longer slaves to sin. We are free to be the sons and of God. And when I say son, it's gender nonspecific. So I mean male and female. We are free to be the sons of God. And so today I'm going to continue to flow in that vein. I'm going to drive home uh, the point today that if you are law-based and you try to live your life by a bunch of rules, it's going to be really hard for you to have the relationships that God wants you to have um, because you know, if, you are, if you're living your life by a bunch of rules, then uh, a lot of people who live that way have a tendency of being very judgmental. And if you wind up being judgmental, you're probably not going to have the type of relationships the Father wants you to have. Uh, because either you're going to look down on other people or you're going to look down on yourself because you are comparing yourselves, the Bible says, amongst yourselves. And we shouldn't do that. We should just embrace who it is that God has called us to be. So let's flow in that vein today. I have three things to share with you on, on this Thursday morning. And so as I prepare to release these three things, I pray that you now free yourself of every distraction and open up your heart to hear what God is saying to you. Three things to share with you on this morning. Here we go. Number one, we under the new covenant, we're no longer under the law, but we're under grace. This, this is actually something that for whatever reason, a lot of Christians don't really understand. I didn't personally. I've been walking with God since 1995, and it wasn't until 2012 that I really started learning about the grace of God. Um, and for a long time, I was living my life like I'm a born-again believer, but I was, I was law-based, and then I was definitely raised in the church uh, that was law-based, meaning that it was all about my performance, and, and I was trying to earn my way into heaven, that type of thing, right? And so... Uh, in Romans 6 and 14, the Bible says, sin is no longer your master. Once you're born again, sin is not your issue. You've been forgiven of sin. Sin is no longer your master. Now, you're not free to sin. You're free from sin. Sin is no longer your master, the Bible says, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Now, come on. I can't make that more clear than Paul did. He says, you're no longer, if you're born again, sin is not your issue. You're no longer living under the requirements of the law. You're living under the freedom of God's grace. The purpose of the law, and I don't have time to teach all of this. I've taught this over the years, but the purpose of the law was not to make you right. The purpose of the law was to show you how wrong you are, right? Because you can't be saved until you get to the end of yourself. People are not going to call on the name of Jesus until they, they're not going to get saved until they realize that they're lost. So the Bible says in Romans 3 and 20, no one can be made right with God by doing what the law commands. <laughs> I mean, did you hear that? No one can be no one can be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The, the law simply shows us how sinful we are. So the rules were not designed to make us right. The rules were designed to show us that we are wrong. The rules were designed to show us that we need a savior. That savior came and his name is Jesus. In Romans 5 and 20, the Bible says that basically the law was given so we could be conscious of sin. It says God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sin more, God's grace was even more abundant. 
So the law is so perfect. There's really nothing wrong with the law, the Ten Commandments or even the laws of Leviticus. It's not that the law is messed up. It's not that there's something wrong with the Ten Commandments. No, absolutely not. It's that they are so perfect that we can't complete them. We can't comply with them, right? So we as humans are flawed and because we're flawed, we could never fulfill the law. So Jesus came to fulfill the law for us. But the point is that the law was given so we could realize that we're sinful so that we could acknowledge the fact that we need a savior because, you know, where we end, God can begin. I mean, we need to call out for him. So we, and then it says that where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. So we thank God for grace. Where sin abounds, there will never be a point where if you're born again and now God's grace has covered your sin, there will never be a point where where your sin would overtake God's grace. Where sin abounds, God's grace abounds even more. And when you get that down in your heart and you say, okay, look, I'm forgiven and I'm a son. I'm not a servant. I'm a son. I'm, I'm not a slave. I'm not. I'm a son. I'm not living as a slave to service. I'm not trying to dot every I and cross every T to be a son because I'm just a son. I was born again as a son. You don't work on being a son. You just simply embrace the fact that you're a son. When I, once I get past that point now, I'm actually in a better position to have real relationships, which is what I'll deal with here. Number two, let me keep flowing in this vein. No one could ever be made right with God by attempting to keep the law. So um, Galatians chapter three, verses 10 and 11, listen to this. The Bible says people who depend on following the law to make them right are living under a curse. As the scriptures say, they must do everything right that's written in the law, right? So it is clear that no one can be made right with God by the law. No one. No one can be made right with God by rules. If you try to live by the rules and that's how you're trying to please God, you, you can't be made, You're living under a curse. James said in James 2 and 10, the person who keeps all the laws except one is as guilty as the person who broke all the laws. So if you're trying to live by a bunch of rules and you mess up in one rule, you're just as guilty as the person who, who failed to comply with all the rules because we're not supposed to live based on rules. We're supposed to live based under the freedom of God's grace. Rules can't make you right. Rules were designed to show you that you're wrong. So let me take this back to Jesus and the people that he ran into all the time, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Jewish religious elite. The reason why they had problems with Jesus is that they were focused on rules. They had a hard time with Jesus because they were here focused on a bunch of rules. Hey, you're not supposed to do that on a Saturday. Hey, you're not supposed to do this. Hey, what did you say? What did you say? God is your father? Oh, this man is blasphemous, right? Because they were focused on a bunch of rules and Jesus was walking around being led of the Holy Spirit, like we're supposed to be, hearing from the father, saying, I only do those things I see my father do. I only say those things I hear my father say. And he was pleasing to the father and, and, and he had this personal and intimate relationship with the father. And they were living based on external rules. And so they didn't get along because they was like, they couldn't understand Jesus. And so who are you living like? Are you living like the Pharisees and Sadducees? Or are you living like Jesus? Jesus is our example. These people, these religious people that ran into Jesus, they were slaves to service. They, 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 they were living more like servants than like sons. And Jesus was living as a son. And so sonship is not based on rules. Sonship is based on relationship. You've been adopted into God's family. You're a son. It's time for you to start living like it. Now, I'm not saying you go break rules. No, if you're led of the Holy Spirit, you won't sin, 
right? You're free from sin. But that's not your focus anyway. Your focus is on doing whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Number three, and finally, if you live your life based on a bunch of rules, it's going to be hard for you to have true fellowship. I, the, the whole point of this series is fellowship. For months, I've been teaching you to have true fellowship with God, true fellowship with other people. But if you judge your status in Christ on your performance, right, and you are living your life on performance-based religion, then what's going to happen is that you're going to compare yourself to other people. You're going to compare your performance to their performance, just like the Pharisees did, just like the Sadducees did. You're going you're gonna to see right and wrong. You're going to see like I'm right and they're wrong or they're right and I'm wrong. And we're only right because of what Jesus did. So you, your, your whole perspective is messed up. And if you live that way, you, you'll have a tendency to be judgmental and you're going to have a hard time having real relationships because having a re real relationship requires you to be gracious, right? People are not perfect. Newsflash, you're not perfect. And God looks past your imperfections to have a relationship with you. For you to have real relationships, you're going to have to be gracious. The grace of God comes to you. Recipients of grace should be conduits of grace. The grace of God has come to you. The grace of God should flow through you, right? God extends you grace. Then you should extend grace. You should be an extender of God's grace so that you can have the relationship. Because people are not perfect. I mean, people are going to make mistakes. People are, people are going to say one thing and do something else. And, and so for you to have real relationships, you are going to have to look past people's faults and their flaws and their failures. And they're going to have to look past your faults and your flaws and your failures. And you're going to have to be gracious towards one another to have the type of intimacy and fellowship and relationships that the father has called us to have. Don't be law-based. Don't be rule-based. Be grace-based. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for loving me enough to look past my faults and my flaws and my failures. And you still call me your son. So I am your son and you will never cast me out. You're not moved by my performance. You are only moved by your love for me. Your grace has come to me. And I declare that your grace shall flow through me. Since I am a recipient of grace, I shall also be a conduit of grace. I enter this day and I will be gracious towards other people because I'm your son and I will act like it. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Enter this day determined to be gracious towards other people. God is gracious towards you. Please be gracious towards others because that's the only way you're going to really have the fellowship and the relationships that God has called you to have. And then do me a favor, right? Be gracious towards me. Do me a favor. Hit the share button. Share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, on youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena, um, then, you know, subscribe to the channel, leave me a comment. And if you're not getting my notes, like I, I covered a lot, a lot of different scriptures today. If you're not getting my notes and you want my notes, I send them out for free. Go to todaysword.org and click on the subscribe button and you'll get my notes in your email inbox for free. So go out there and be an extender of God's grace today. God bless you.